Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. started then. My name is Sean Shapiro. I am a doctor of chiropractic from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And on this episode of Breakfast with Champions, as you can see, the room title is, oh, wow. 
this is not my morning for <laughs> I thought I had everything set to go and I do not there we go so on this breakfast on this episode of breakfast with champions the name of the room is becoming a man or a woman amongst men or women and I found that that very 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 interesting title I, I and I need some I'm somebody who needs like a lot of a lot, a lot of context in the titles that come up with. In fact, uh, when Sarah was here, like I used to argue with her about titles that she'd come up with because I didn't know how to write for them. But th I don't have that opportunity to argue with her anymore. So I just take the title and I and I roll with it, right? And I looked at this title yesterday. And I said, honestly, WTF? How am I supposed to write something about being a man amongst men or women amongst women? I was completely confused. I looked up where it came from, where that saying came from and the statement itself is called a contronym it means it has two meanings so two opposite meanings like so there are two schools of thought about what it means it says one says it's just being a common ordinary man amongst men the other one speaks about a man who sticks out from the crowd or a woman who sticks out from the crowd and there are 10 literary references that i could find only 10 it seems like something that would have a lot more but, uh, it, and it went back as far as 1553, which is almost as old as I am. But I don't know that I've ever stuck out from the crowd that much. And I'm not sure if I've ever done anything of distinction to set myself up as something to aspire to or any of that. So I don't know exactly what it means to be a man amongst men. So I got more into it and I asked myself and Google and YouTube and every other search engine that I could find. I think it went back to Netscape to see what makes men or women stick out amongst men and women. And I can't tell you for sure. And even Google has a hard time telling you how to stand out from from the crowd unless you're looking for a job. If you're looking for a job. Google and all the search engines will have tons of information from you and good luck on your job search. But I have no specific idea. I had no at the end of that search. I had no idea what made pe people stick out from around, you know, from from other people of their gender. So I said, "What are the things that make someone stand out to you, Sean?" And I and I know that that's hard to quantify for everybody else. It's hard to exactly say what makes someone attractive, and not in the romantic sense, but just in the just in the fact that you want to be more like them or be around them more, right? And because I think we're going. We were going to describe someone who stands out in a good way with the title, okay? We would describe them as attractive in that they attract our attention. We listen and model what they say. So now my question, I move from man amongst men to attractiveness. And then from attractiveness, I went to influence, right? What makes someone influential? Sometimes someone's physical attractiveness can make them influential. And you've seen those people and you know who they are. And they do have not only beauty, but brains. Um, but if there isn't anything else there, I'm not sure that they're going to stick out for very long, right? Influence is, an inf is something that there's a ton of information on, right? What it means to be influ influential. And what I did was, as, a, as opposed to just talk from experience on what it is to be an influencer, I came up, I did a lot of research on blogs and videos and all these things reviewed the Caldini book and all that. And um, here is a list of ways people are perceived as influential. And it's compiled from various blogs and um, my own observations. But it's also, there was one from 
Entrepreneur Magazine for 2018 that was very influential on this this subject. So I'm going to go through that list. We'll talk about it a little bit, and then we'll we'll dive in together on what it means to be influential, a man amongst men or a woman amongst women, that type of thing. So number one, the one number one thing that makes someone influential is they act deliberately, right? Influence doesn't happen by magic. It comes through deliberate and intentional behavior and practices. Influential people move through life with purpose, conscious of their actions and how others may perceive them. They focus on ways to create the impact they wish to have and, in, and achieve outcomes they are aiming for. They give constructive feedback and show appreciation for hard work. They aren't sneaky or divisive. They make their intentions known with clear objectives and goals. So, number one thing that makes someone influential is they act deliberately. When I think of my spirit animal for that, I think of Stephen Kuhn. I think I saw him here earlier. But um, th that's who my spirit animal for is for, for imperfect but intentional action, right? Number two, they speak thoughtfully and they listen. They mean what they say. Influential people don't engage in gossip and unfounded attacks on other people. They seek to rise above the petty. To become influential, you must create clear and concise messages and make sure you are effectively communicating your ideas. Just as important, influential people know when to quiet their inner dialogue and put the focus on those around them. So, you know, this is the best way to gain insights and information is that you might otherwise miss because if you're not listening, like I think Tamara used to say, God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. And I think it's so that we listen more and we speak less. Number three, they take action. Influential leaders aren't afraid of taking risks or making decisions. They don't allow themselves to become stuck or paralyzed by an unforeseen situation. They take action move forward and find a way around the, the roadblocks. They think before they speak, but they don't hesitate to jump in when necessary. They set up productive daily routines that help them stay focused on accomplishing their goals. But even when they're acting spontaneously, they think strategically, ensuring that they have a plan of action, even in the midst of challenges and change. So it's really important that no matter what, once you set a goal, that you stick with it, right? You stick with that goal regardless of what the world, the universe, or God challenges you with. Because you made the goal for a reason and just because there's a little bit of a bump in the road doesn't mean it's time to turn around and bring the family home from the vacation. You know what I'm saying? Just ask Clark Griswold about that. Number four reason people are always, be, or number four thing that influential people are always doing is they're always learning. They are constantly learning and growing. They understand the importance of cultivating a mind that is open to new ideas and perspectives. You cannot have, there's so much information and so many people trying to get it. And there are so many people who are using yesterday's news to tell you today's truth, right? We saw a lot of that during the 2020 COVID thing where one day COVID lasted for a hundred years on services and the next it wasn't that important, you know? So there, that said, you need to be constantly learning. You need to be constantly figuring things out from the best available information and not just static with one opinion. You need to upgrade your skills. You need to challenge yourself to expand your knowledge if you want to be a person of influence. Knowledge can give you the tools that you need to adapt to different situations and understand what's going on around you. That's it.
After all, knowledge is power, and power, my friends, is influence. And influence makes you a man or a woman amongst men or women. Number five, I think this is the most important one. They have integrity. People are not perfect. I'm definitely not, right? But but someone of influence must have earned that influence through integrity and honesty. Influential people recognize that others will hold them as an example to emulate. They are authentic and they are credible in their actions and encounters. And they understand that their reputation is the foundation of their ability to influence and lead. So it doesn't make any difference if you make a mistake. What, hap- what does matter is how you handle the mistake, whether you take responsibility for it and whether you do the right thing in your mind for it. If you're living in integrity, right, then, then it's really hard for people to hold you accountable for things that, that, that are mistakes that you've made or bad judgment that you've used. Because once you've proven that you've learned from it, you become more valuable to a community as a whole, right? You become more a more valuable asset. The more mistakes you make, the better consultant you'll be, the better parent you'll be, the better put just insert whatever you want there. So mistakes are important, but just as important is how you recover from them. If you blame everybody else, okay, if you don't take responsibility, then you will not be a person of influence. You will be a complainer. By being consistent and trustworthy, honest in your dealings, you'll inspire others to adopt your ideas and support your vision. Influence and respect come from doing what you say you'll do and following through on your promises. You must be seen as reliable, sincere, genuine, and thoughtful. The number six thing that I think all influencers do, and this came again from a bunch of different lists, is constructing genuine relationships and that has a way of melting people's defenses and making them open to new ideas. So you need to connect to people. And connecting to people doesn't mean that you say what you think they want you to hear. It means that actually having an empathetic conversation with somebody who, who, might, who might need your help who might, who might, or might be able to help you. And allow that moment, of, that moment where you honor the greatness within the person, right? Uh, by listening to not only what they say, but who they are. That's connection. And this is why influential people to work relate to others in a deep, meaningful way. They act as a conduit to bring people together and help others feel connected to one another. You must look for ways to get those around you excited and interesting in something to be a person of influence, right? Involved in a larger goal or a larger project, influential people find ways to add value to groups they collaborate with and have a positive impact on those around them. Number seven. They're always focused on what really matters. So what really matters sort of is kind of, you know, different depending on who you are and, and your worldview. All right. But influential people don't allow themselves to become embroiled in trivial matters or silly competitions. They aren't trying to win every argument or steer every conversation. They're looking to truly understand others and help others feel part of something larger than themselves. They are focused on what really matters, on long-term goals and achievements, and making sure the end result meets the highest standards. You must be determined to succeed and willing to work hard to make it happen. And then my last one here, before we open it up to the room to get some feedback, okay, is that they have high expectations for themselves and others. Influential people draw others to them. They're passionate and engaging. 
and they compel others to believe in them. Influential people set high standards for themselves and others. They have a relentless enthusiasm that drives those around them to accomplish amazing things and to stretch themselves beyond their comfort zones. They encourage others to rise to the challenge and confront obstacles. They understand failure is possible, but at the same time, recognize that success won't happen if we won't try. So that's my list there. And when I think about all the leaders we have in this room and how lucky I am to get to interact with Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Pretty often, both men and women, the people we have here all stand out to me for multiple reasons. We can look at people like Barbara Majeski, and my one word for her is tenacity. Brian Benstock, passion, right? David Spizak, generosity. Glenn Lundy, energy. Amelia Antonetti, clarity. All of them are also emotionally available, have the ability to be vulnerable, and compassionate. I think we are surrounded every day by men and women amongst men and women. And I'm completely grateful for that. In the remaining time we have left, what are the things that the room title bring to mind for you? Hmm? And how do you work every day to become more influential and to become more of a man or woman amongst men or women? So I'd like some shares. I'd like to see what everybody has to say. Go ahead and flash your mic. Oh, the stage got big while I was talking. So go ahead and just open up and start talking. Hey, Sean, this is Steven. How you doing, man? Steven. Hey, cool. yeah, I'm, doing well. great list, uh, great uh, breakdown. Uh, for me, it boils down to one thing, man or woman, child or whatever. <laughs> it's all about certainty and owning your presence. When you walk into a room, you don't need to say a word if you own your presence. If you own who you are, know who you are, know your identity, you're going to be in. You're going to be the leader in any room without saying a word, and that comes from the self-confidence that you have, and the certainty in your ability to deploy your genius and your talents in the world around you. And for me, that's just boiling it down to the simplest: is get get familiar with who you really are, what your true talents and powers are, your identity. Find that that greater purpose that's going to lead and amplify your identity to create that presence where you own everywhere you go. So yeah, that, I love that. I love that about the Humble Alpha book as well. That's your book, right? And a course at Forbes and stuff like that. And I think that the, I think the point there also when you, when you talk about that is creating that space, right? To allow people to also find themselves in the moment that you're reaching out and trying to help them. Did I have that correct, Stephen? That is exactly the case. Is that when you when you own that, when you own your presence, you can plant a seed in everyone else. It's it's about that radiant value going outward around you in a ripple effect completely and absolutely. Yeah, I love that share, Stephen. Thank you so much. So it's really important to know who you are as a person of influence so that you can help other people find out who they are. And I think that's, I think that's was off the list. And I think that's, that's, a, that's something I should have added there. Great job. Great job. All right. Who's next? Who's got something to add on influence, being a man amongst men, women amongst women. I hear somebody on hey, Michael. Sean, it's, it's David quick. Um, Love the conversation this morning. I am in the parking garage now, so I am just thinking, you know, it's, it's, 
when you're willing to share your share your thoughts and and be authentic, regardless of what anybody else thinks. And I and I feel like that is one of the challenges. There's so many. I don't I don't know, I don't want to say fake. I mean, I, there's just so many people that are scared. They're in fear. Oh, if I do this, I'm going to be judged, or somebody's going to think this about me, or or if I say this. It's not, you know, it's not in, in, in alignment with what everybody else believes. And I think when you're willing to just stand up for what you believe and share what you really believe and, and like Stephen said, have certainty, then you'll have influence. And, and that, that, that's my belief. And I think there's just too much, too much fear out there, man. We, we live once, <laughs> you know, I tell people just, you know, especially on this app, man, if you got something to say. Just open your mic and say it, you know, get, get outside, get a little uncomfortable and, and, and have fun. And, and I think that's how you'll, uh, you'll, you'll create some influence. So thanks for a uh, great, great talk as always, Sean. And I am heading out to Milwaukee now to work on my influence because I'm working on a uh, signature talk with Pat Quinn and Pete Vargas. So I'm super excited about that. So have a great day, sir. Yes. You too have safe travels and I'm sorry you have to go to Milwaukee. Um, no, no offense to the Milwaukee people. I'm just kidding. I I love happy days, the whole Fonzie thing, everything. That's where Fonzie came from, right? So, uh, yeah, absolutely, David. I think that fear is a big part of people not stepping up, right? I think that they're afraid that they'll be shouted down. I think that they'll, they're afraid that what they say will not be taken. I don't want to say seriously, but 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 will be taken to, in the in the manner in which they send it because it's really hard once you first start out. To, to, to speak up, to always clarify what it is you're trying to say. A lot like this moment for me. So um, that said, I think that your point about fear and not taking a stand is really good one. So safe travels. And uh, who's next? What do we have going on here? I, if I could chime in very quickly, Dr. Sean, thank you so much. Oh, for that I was hoping you would. Absolutely. Love yeah. it so much. Very powerful. Um, and whilst you were talking, I think, you know, maybe one thing also came to mind. And, uh, you know, I reckon maybe alongside of, uh, you know, the importance of knowing who we are, which uh, Stephen also just talked about. I think it's also important to know and to be able to communicate, you know, where we're going, right? So once we know who we are, but it's also important to know where we are going. So that is, uh, I guess, to do with vision. So, you know, I think that is um, how the community that, uh, you know, that man or woman leads or serves can uh, come alongside of uh, the leader and uh, to walk alongside. So having a clear vision and not only that, to be able to communicate, to really paint that picture so people can really understand the hopes and dreams and can really visual, visually see that um, is really important. And also that really helpful you know uh, when they walk through those rough days uh, with us um, you know and uh, surely they will come um, that is what separates I think you know the a great leader of a man or a woman uh, amongst the rest um, is to be able to communicate that clear vision thank you I think that the vision is really important right I think that I think that knowing where you want to go is really important even if it's just a point on a map um, for people who don't know what a map is, it's this paper thing that you could used to use before there were GPSs, before there was a car that told you how to get there and pointing on a map where you want to go. Um, you know, recently I kind of 
went through my own little trial there where I decided I wanted to go to happiness land. I wanted to be a happy person. And I realized that that wasn't going to happen with my current relationship. And regardless of how hard it became through that whole thing, I remembered where I wanted to go through the, through, through that trial, through that fire that tested me, whether I had the resolve to actually do the things that I said I wanted to do. So I think having that vision is what kept me in line and that's self-leadership, right? So I guess that influencers have to be able to do that for themselves as well. But yeah, having a vision for everybody else is, is, is a good second step, right? Is to have somewhere, if they can't come up with their own vision, to, to have someone, have a plan for someone to get where they go. And I guess that's what coaching is all about, right? Where we get coaches that keep us accountable to that. And sometimes we can do it for ourselves and sometimes we can't. So I love that, Sherryon. Thank you. We have a little time left. I'd love to hear some more voices. Marilyn, did you want to say something? Yes. Good morning. It's safe to call on me now. <laughs> I'm not possessed by the 5 a.m. monster. Um, well, what I wanted to say is that everybody has influence and that, you know, I think I've gotten a lot of messages lately of people saying, um, you know, hey, I really loved your share. And I was even on one Zoom call with Barbara Majeski when one of our group members said something Mary Lynn said on Clubhouse really helped me with my relationship with my son. And I was just almost shocked. So I think that, you know, our words matter and our words have influence. And even if maybe you don't think of yourself as a Ben Stock or a Majeski, you do have influence on those around you and, you know, I think being a woman amongst women for me is just speaking my truth in my heart and being up here and being vulnerable. And I'm glad that I'm able to help some people and didn't even realize it. So thank you for letting me share, Dr. Sean. I think that that was what uh, attracted me most to Clubhouse because, again, I don't so much. In fact, I forgot to put my link up again just to get get my free newsletter out there, right? I just don't, I just don't think about things that way and uh, about collecting email addresses and stuff like that. But what attracted me to most to Clubhouse was the ability to sort of affect people's lives in a profound way with just a couple words that we add to a conversation that changes their perspective on the problem that they're having and gives them new clarity. And like Jan said, new vision, a new, a new way to see things. So I like that you're, I know that you are an influencer. I know that you, uh, on this app, I don't know, what other apps you're active on, but I think that you are definitely an influencer, Marilyn, and I am grateful you're always here. So thank you. So we have a little more time left. Anybody else want to share? If I may, this is Tony Mama Fatidi. Great for rising, everyone. Um, I have a, I, I'm coming from a bit of a different perspective. Um, I believe that oftentimes being an influence means that an influencer means that you're very confident and self-aware of yes who you are but often um i think especially on audio i know from clubhouse on the audio app that not speaking is often interpreted um as not being confident or not um or being fearful of speaking up and i have to beg to differ and i say that because oftentimes um confidence is not not loud um and I always hear here, especially people say you have two ears, 
one mouth and I am definitely one and I can only speak for myself but um I know that I'm confident in myself and who I am but I'm often I'm I'm what you call like a a people watcher so on this app I like to listen because a lot of the times I learn and I hear the other way people think and it kind of just sends light bulbs off in my mind for um, different thought processes and how to go about ways and a lot of the times I'll take notes but it's solely for self-awareness and to help other people um, and sometimes having a more intimate setting versus like the, the larger stages and rooms and things like that um, is better not for uh, the leader per se but for other people to feel a little bit more comfortable in sharing their thought processes. So this is Tony Moore and I'm complete and I absolutely loved your list. Thank you. Thank you, Tony Moore. Like I said, I compiled that from a bunch of different blogs because there's just so much out there. There was no reason to reinvent the wheel, but I like what you said about, about listening. And I think that that kind of speaks to what Steven started us with, uh, with his first share is, is, is knowing your, is, is knowing who you are right it's allowing other people to speak okay because let's let's face it we've all been in the rooms we've all been here for not all of us but some of us have been here for over a year now and we know the people who just go into rooms and just speak for the heck because they think it's important for them to be heard but don't really have anything to say right so i think it's important that there is that, that there are there's a time where we speak and then there's a time where we listen, where we are part of the audience and we are holding space for the people who do have something to say or do have a need to say something. I think that that's a very important point, Tony Mo. And I think that that's great. Um, we, have, we have one more time for one more share. I hear somebody going a little nuts here. Who's that flashing? I can't see that him. I think it's me. I oh. asked you too, Dr. Sean. All right, Pastor Jeff, go quick, and then we have somebody. I, there was one other person who wanted to go. It's Danny. Oh, go ahead, Danny. Oh, okay. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. Uh, good morning, everyone. Thank you for mods in the room, and thank you uh, uh, for holding this space and love love the topic. So, Doctor Sean, um, when I think of influence, men among men, um, uh, I think of you know, just not only my own father, but I think of that movie, uh, Remember the Titans. And there's a scene in that movie where um, the, uh, the the football players are at a, their little spring camp or whatever they're at, they're practicing. And they got two captains on the team and one is black and one is white because this, of course, was a movie about integrating um, a, a high school up in Virginia. Um, and so the football teams come together black and white and then they have to learn how to meld. And I remember when this one scene, um, the uh, white captain was getting on the black guy and saying, you know, you're not doing your blocking, you're not doing this or that. And then he says, well, if you're doing it, then why don't you tell your rest of your boys to do it? Because I know for a fact that one of your boys is not blocking for one of my boys. And he said, and captain, attitude reflects leadership. And so that has always stuck with me because when I think of men being men and women being women, um, amongst everyone, I think of a person whose attitude reflects leadership. And I just want to give a shout out to Bobby Del Rio, who's here in the room, because to me, Bobby is a man um, amongst men. 
And his attitude definitely reflects leadership. And I know the influence that he has had on me as a woman, as a person, as a human being. So I want to thank you for that. And um, shout out to everybody in the room. Good morning. Thank you, Danny. Yeah. Remember Titans was a good movie. I forgot about that movie. That's a, that's, that's a good, that's a good memory jog for me. Uh, absolutely. I think that, I think that th that situational awareness is really important. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.